Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drama School Dropout. It's episode 81 and it's the final episode of Double Drama School Dropout 2022. The birthday celebrations are well and truly over. As per usual, my name is Ingram Noble and I am your resident Drama School Dropout and joining me for episode 81 is the absolutely fantastic Kieran Griffiths. Drama School Dropout no graduation day for you, drama school dropout. Fucked your whole course, now try something new, drama school dropout. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Yeah, thanks a million, Ingram. Yeah, it's good to, good to meet you finally. Because genuinely, I was, because I'd emailed you about getting you on months ago. Like, I want to maybe even say, yeah, maybe last year, like close on a year. I think yeah, I was trying yeah. to get you for my birthday last year. And I got, I think your agent was like, oh, they're busy at the moment. What, I put, what 90% of people say. I got off the train from uni the other day and I look, looked at my phone and there was an email from a person called Kieran. And I was like, who the fuck's this? Like, <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for coming on and doing it. Genuinely, um, I'm going to get this bit out of the way so I don't look like a mumbling idiot the whole time. One of my yeah. heroes. Oh. Thanks. Like <laughs> genuinely, without like blowing too much smoke up your ass, one of the reasons I'm like an actor. Oh bloody hell! Yeah, fair play, mate. Yeah, nice one. Thanks a million for that. It's not always nice to hear. Like, yeah, yeah, mate. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad I've inspired you to 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 take up acting. Yeah. When people always ask me because when we were at uni, like everyone's sick of me talking about Shameless now, and you'll 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 get sick of me talking about Shameless before the end of the hour. And because obviously, when I started back at uni this year. It's all new people, and they're like, "What? What? What made you want to be an actor?" And everyone's like, "Oh, you know, like David Tennant in Richard the Third. Don't know if he's done that. I'm just making that up. Loads yeah. of like really sort of great answers, and then I'm just like, shameless. Two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, it was good. It was good, wasn't it? Because I remember, I remember before I actually got the role of Mickey. I mean, I think you're underselling it a little bit there. It was good. Yeah, yeah. but I, I remember I was living in London at the time. And my mum phoned me up and she was like, Kieran, she was like, have you seen have you seen this show called Shameless? And I was like, nah. And she was like, you've got to watch it. You've got to watch it. So I was like, all right. And then I give it a watch. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. So I was a fan anyway before, before I um, worked on it myself. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Funny, isn't it? Yeah. Life, like, it really does. I mean, like... I think the reason I love it, and I've said this so many times, and I actually got questioned about it in an audition last week, it's because it's working class people and it's such a... Yeah true variety of life like I live bang smack in the center of Glasgow you're Irish you obviously know Celtic Park yeah yeah I live across the road from it oh wicked mate yeah that, that won't do you any harm <laughs> if I open the window on like a game day I can hear the match yeah yeah oh, brilliant mate brilliant so like I've grown up like I might not sound like it but I've grown up like in the heart of such a working class place and it was like last week I was doing an audition and I had to do a Shakespeare piece and yeah. I did it in my own accent and they were like, why did you do that? And I was like, because even though RP and all this bullshit is so acceptable way of doing it, it just makes theatre and everything so less accessible to everyone. Yeah, 100%. And I was like, so if you just connect it to people, because that's what Shakespeare is. The only thing you actually have to do while you're doing Shakespeare is make sure people understand it. So you're yeah. eliminating half the battle by just doing it in an accent that people can relate to. And yeah, that's why I love Shameless. 
Yeah. Well, it's one of them programs, isn't it, that you could you could like relate to. Like, I remember watching it first time. I was like, oh, I know somebody like that, or I can relate to that, yeah. or you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was like real, wasn't it, in the beginning, especially. So I'm in Sydney now. I'm living in Sydney at the moment. Um, How did you end up over there? Oh, mate, I, I asked myself that the other day, actually. <laughs> Honestly, mate, because like, it's red hot here, right? And I was walking, um, it was baking, baking hot. It must have been about 32 degrees or something. And I was, I was, I was literally uh, walking down the street. I was cooking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was, and then, and then I like pinched myself. I was like, how the fuck did I end up here? Not in a bad way, you know what I mean? But just, yeah. it's just life kind of amazes me how like you just don't know what's going to happen do you know what I mean from like I never planned to come here I, I never thought I'd come to Australia the only reason I ended up coming to Australia was because I was touring with a play and we'd been like all over like the UK and then we went to Ireland and we finished we were supposed to be finishing the run in Dublin and um and then the next thing we got like um some more money someone came in with some more money and was like listen do you want to go to Sydney and Melbourne for a couple of months so I was like I thought fuck it you know I'm never yeah. I'm probably never going to end up there and I've got I've got a couple of relatives over here anyway that I, that I don't really know either do you know what I mean I thought oh that this will be good this will be a, a little adventure but, but I was kind of like yeah. I've done the play we've done the play to death do you know what I mean so I was after Dublin, I thought, oh, this is going to be good, finish finishing Dublin. And then I thought, no, I'm going to go to Australia 100%. And then it was funny because me and my mate, it was only a two-hander, me and another lad called Christian Edwards, who's in the show with me. And we were looking for somewhere to drink after the show, you know, when we came off stage. You know, like you come off stage and you're, like, you're full of adrenaline. Yeah. Um, and you just sometimes just need a beer to kind of like, it takes me a couple of hours to like come down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so we were looking for somewhere to drink. And at the time, Sydney had these mad lockout laws where... You couldn't, um, you couldn't get into somewhere after 11 o'clock. So we were trying this street. Nowhere was letting us in. Anyway, we saw this group of people across the road. So we said, we were like, excuse me, do you know where we can get a drink at this time? And they were really nice and friendly. And they were like, oh, yeah, come with us. We'll take you somewhere. So we just hung around with them. Anyway, one of them ended up being my now fiancé who I've got a 18-month-old kid with. Um, yeah, so I didn't hang around. I kind of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate, yeah. Got Straight for the green cards. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. So she 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 fell pregnant pretty quick, and then it was a case of, like, I said, right, I said, give me eight weeks. I said, I'll nip back to the UK. I'll move out of my, my house. I'll pack everything up. I said, I'll, I'll, and I'll be back. And then, yeah, I've just not looked back since, really. Um, so yeah, that's what I mean. It's funny life because I wasn't expecting it. It wasn't planned or anything, but like the best thing that's ever happened to me kind of kind of really sort of straightened my my yeah. priorities out as well. You know what I mean? Because mm. I mean, I was a bit. I, I was kind of. Um, I don't know. I used to go out a lot, and you know. Oh, I, I read the articles. Yeah, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was a bit um, careless, if you know what I mean. Not who isn't though when they're young. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it was kind of like. Um, for me, when Shameless, because Shameless was so big as well at the time, it used to really like, I don't know, it kind of give, used to give me a bit of anxiety now and again, you know what I mean? If I'd be out and stuff, because everybody, especially in Manchester, used to know it and stuff. And I used to just kind of like, my way of kind of like uh, escapism, if you know what I mean, was just to like have a drink or, you yeah. know, do whatever. And um, yeah, I got into a bit of a, I don't know, man, I was just kind of, that was becoming the norm, do you know what I mean? So for me to make that break and come over here, have a child, it's really like uh, been the best yeah. thing for me personally, you know what I mean? And uh, in a in a way of sort of like keeping me focused and um, you know, you know what I'm saying. 
Listen, I'd rather have done COVID lockdown in, in the sun. <laughs> yeah, mate. Try, yeah, try yeah, doing yeah. it in Glasgow. I think the weather's bleaker in Glasgow than it is in Manchester. Yeah. Good city, Glasgow, though, innit? I've, I've had some good nights out there, mate. Yeah, I can't tell you exactly what happened, but it was uh, they were really, really good, good nights out there. I've lived in London and I've lived in Newcastle as well. That's sort of where the accent's from. And there's only one place I prefer more than Glasgow, and it's Los Angeles. Yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never, never. Oh, banging. Yeah, yeah, Me yeah. You can now become an official drama school dropout. We're now on Patreon and you can help this podcast grow on so many levels. As an official drama school dropout, you'll have access to unique benefits, including exclusive early access to episodes before anyone else. To become an official drama school dropout, please go to www.patreon.com forward slash drama school dropout. I was wondering, actually, because I was doing research for this, obviously, and there was one of those articles, you know, like, the Shameless cast, where are they now? And obviously, Jodie Latham's yeah. a millionaire and all that shit. I was wondering, have you seen much of Jared Kearns? Because he's out in Oz. Nah, I mean, no, no, the, the only people I really see... I mean, I'm still in contact with a few of them, but more so the, the lads who played my brothers, you know, uh, Aaron McCusker, Nicky Evans, and also Sean Gilder, who played my dad. So what were their characters now? Jamie. Paddy, Shane, Jamie, and Shane. I'm going to yeah, just yeah. shut up because I'm just too much of a fanboy right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're, we're in a WhatsApp group together, you know what I mean? So we're, we're regularly sending each other things mm. that are... Absolutely disgusting, but you know it's uh, leak yeah, them. No, leak them. Yeah, but them, them three, them three. Uh, I still speak to uh, Ben Bat as well. He did a couple of seasons of it, um, and Sam Siddall, who played my sister, played, played Mandy. Sorry, and and also Jack Jack Dean. Uh, I read, I uh, listened to sorry the podcast where you had him on. Uh, you know, if I see, obviously, I've not looked into him for ages because I'm in Australia, but but him as well. He was he's a top guy. Yeah, uh, we've proper deviated from my normal sort of way. How did you get into acting? What was your first ever role? And it doesn't need to be professional. We love a good nativity story. Yeah, well, like uh, I'd say, like seriously, like from because, like as a kid, I don't really count it, you know, like kind of thing. But from when I was like after I left school, I was I was kind of like I was always into like mimicking people and stuff like that. I was a bit hyper, you know what I mean, as a kid. Class class. Yeah, my mum was like, oh, you should go to these uh, these workshops, these acting workshops. And I was like, I don't know. And then she was like, uh, I said, I'll, I'll go if one of my mates comes with me. Like, So this other lad, one of my mates, he didn't, he, he, didn't, he didn't carry it on. But anyway, we went to this workshop on a Saturday morning and uh, the first class was like improvisation, you know, where they give you a scenario and yeah. you... You just kind of run with it, but it was really good fun, and I absolutely loved it. I was like in my element, you know what I mean? Like people started laughing, and I was like, you know, it was like being in school again, you know, where you're like, yeah, where you're acting the goat and you know, class clown, and people are laughing. I was like, oh yeah, I like this. And then from that, what happened was there was a a, a film called "There's Only One Jimmy Grimble," um, which was a film about this lad from Manchester who gets a pair of magic football boots, but it had some good people in it, like, you know, some heavyweights, like um, Robert Carlyle, he was in it, Dina McKee, um, Ray, Ray Winston, a few others, and, and, but the, the casting director, she didn't want kids from, like, drama school, she just wanted, like, you know, normal kids, yeah. whatever. And it was funny because I was actually, I didn't get put forward for the audition, 
And I was outside waiting, um, waiting to be picked up. And I think it was my dad was late picking me up. And I was like, ah, oh. so I stood outside. Anyway, the casting director came out for a cigarette. And she was like, um, oh, you're not going in for the thing. I was like, oh, no, no, I'm not doing it. She was like, what are you doing? I said, I'm waiting for my dad. She was like, when you come in? And, uh, you know, well, you can have a read. I was like, sweet. So I went in, had a read. Then there was like a recall. And then I didn't hear anything for about three months, mate. And I was like thinking, oh, yeah. that's probably gone. That's probably gone that now. And then the next thing, got a phone call. And they were like, yeah, you've got you, we want you to play this, this role in it. So I ended up getting a part in that. And that was like nine months filming, you know, like about this football team, me yeah. and me and like 13 other lads getting paid to just like piss around basically. And, and I, that's when I really got the bug for it. I was like, yeah, this is a bit of me. I love this. And then the producer of that film said to me, I'll get you, I'll get you an agent in London, like a proper agent and you can start, you know, going up for stuff. So it was kind of, that's how I sort of like got into it properly. Then I was, I came to be 18, just turned 18 and then I got the role in the bill. I was in the bill for like three years. Um, got a role in that. Because the plan was to actually go to drama school. But then I got the bill. And I was like, oh, what do I do? Do I do, I yeah. do, do I go to drama school or do, do I do this? And then I figured, well, I'm probably... I, I can't like turn up, turn up this opportunity. I might as well just get paid and learn kind of on the job sort of thing, you know? So Yeah. And I would say it because I've done drama school twice now. Dropped out yeah. of one about to graduate from the other uh, the first time i went for the education and it didn't work and i just was like fuck this at christmas i didn't go back this time i went back for the opportunities yeah. my uni have a massive audition and uh, repertoire module great um showcase module so i went back for that the education has been an added extra yeah and now in my mind i don't think any actor should be going to drama school for an education yeah because there's the likes of i feel like i don't have enough experience in a film class i'm not yeah. getting that at uni so i'm looking out with that i think you should be taking advantage of all of these people and these people that have a massive wealth of knowledge of the industry yeah for experience and opportunities i've met so many people that i wouldn't have met without knowing my lecturers for example today's it's like monday Right, we're recording this at like midnight because one o'clock in the morning in my time because of the time difference. Tomorrow, I have an audition with Bard in the Botanic. Yeah. Just randomly, my uni in the audition and repertoire module, we are meeting with the head casting director of Bard in the Botanic, which is like the second biggest Brilliant, company yeah, yeah. in Britain. I wouldn't have ever had that chance probably at this age right now to get in that room had I not went there. I didn't go there for the education, so I don't think you missed out on anything. Yeah, it's funny as well because I, I actually I do I teach over here as well at the moment, and I've got like there's like this there's a professional sort of drama school in uh, in the city in Sydney, and then there's like a and then I do workshops at this amateur dramatics place, and I find that I really enjoy the amateur dramatics one much better, um, much more than I do the professional one, uh, but. A lot of these people in that are in this professional one, they've been to other like you know drama schools yeah. and workshops and modules and stuff like that, and they've been taught these like techniques and these methods, and they think that if they don't. 
do this method or this like technique. If they're not following Mamet, they're not an actor. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they've, had, they've had it drilled into them. Some of them come in and the confidence is so low. Do you know what I mean? And they, and they, and they feel like they're not good enough because they're not, they don't, they're not doing this sort of technique. Yeah, I'm like, mate. No, honestly, I'm like, just, just, just forget about that and just do what you, just do what you feel, and and, and you know, whatever works for you, because like everybody's different as well, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that they, they don't work; they might work for some people, but you know, not, not, it's not going to work for everybody. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. found as well because I went to a drama school. I went yeah. to a proper drama school and dropped out of it. And now I, because I, the number one thing I always say to people is always figure out if the place is right for you because people loads of people ask me because i fucked it up and everyone wants to know what not to do and i always say you've got to make sure that the place is right for you and that's what i did i didn't use all my options this time i applied for two places and i got into one and i found that the first time all of my lecturers were academics and followed the method and everything was books and all of this all of my lecturers now, even though it is still academic, I don't want to put it down. They are industry professionals who also teach. Yeah. They know what it's like to try and get an agent. They know what it's like going into auditions. And it's so much more helpful because all of the people who are just academics and teach full time. Yeah. They don't know what out it's like touch. in the industry. Yeah, completely out of touch. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I could probably walk into an audition soon. One of my lecturers is nearly my age. We'll yeah. probably find each other in the same audition rooms down the line. Yeah, yeah. So they know what it's like. And I, I think, because I didn't know you taught, and now I'm like, what do you teach? <laughs> film film yeah. classes? Can I get some classes? Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do Zooms, no, no worries, because I'm over here. Like, but yeah, it's really good. Like, tomorrow I'm doing these uh, these show reels with them, and, uh, you know, it's uh, I really enjoy it. You know what I mean? And um, like I say to them, you know, if you... Cause we only do it on a Tuesday with them, but I've said to them all, you know, give me a, give me a bell on zoom, you know, whenever, even if you're just thinking, oh, I'm not quite getting this or can we just run through this scene or try this scene, you know, cause uh, yeah, I get a lot out of it, mate. It's really, uh, I really enjoy it. So we're filming them tomorrow. So fingers crossed, they're going to, um, fingers crossed, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll get some good reels done and then they can, they can start auditioning and get an agent and stuff like that. Oh, the agent. Oh, I'm going through that at the moment going through yeah. that every night i'm like hello my name is ingram noble i would like an agent here's my show reel yeah. but yeah, yeah talking about classes what do you teach is it like film acting ca- camera yeah acting? yeah screen acting for acting for screen yeah okay um, so you will really be getting going... an email off me in a couple of weeks yeah yeah no problem mate no problem and uh, there was these uh this amateur dramatics place that i do which is up the road it's kind of like uh you know they're not really like aspiring to be actors or anything like that but it's more like a um, community kind of thing, but it's really good, you know. And some of them, I think, are like uh, could 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 easily go yeah. on. And, and work. Do you know what I mean? Do you know? Yeah. I found that especially because I I'm under the mentality that everyone should take at least one drama class, even if you don't yeah. want to be an actor. And I found that one of my mates, I'm going to call him out on the podcast. He's called Ross, and he was in like my first I year know. of college, and he done the whole year. And just decided he didn't want to be an actor. And he went away yeah. and done a business degree. But because we'd done like presentations and everything, it just yeah. builds people's confidence. So I'm yeah, calling him Ross out that he should have stayed on at acting because I missed him. But was the best thing for him to do. And also the year of acting really fucking helped. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. I love it, mate. I do, I do love it. Yeah, I know what you're saying about agents as well. Like I've still got like my UK agent and stuff. And then I was kind of like just... 
hanging around here, you know, in Sydney, like with COVID or something. Better home and away. Yeah, yeah. Right. I got. Uh, I don't think they're crying out for people like me on that. They're all quite pretty, aren't they? But um, we got. Uh, we got. Um, I, like yeah, like a, I was kind of like because I got. Sorry. So good. I got a couple. I got a couple of jobs last year that were filming in the UK, right? But I couldn't do them because I was waiting for my visa to come back here. And even though I had a son over here, they said to me that I would have to apply from British soil to get back into Australia. And it was no, too risky. It? Like so it was a real, honestly, mate. I was I was devastated. Like and um, anyway, then I thought to myself, right. Because I was doing all these jobs that I didn't like doing. I must have been sacked from like every building site going in Sydney, you know, um, you know, just to bring oh, home I some bacon. Out of like, Amazon. Yeah, to bring home some bacon, and then, um, and then this year, sorry, in December, I thought, you know what, I need to try and get an agent over here. So that's what I did. I got, I got an agent over here, and then, like in January, I, I got my first uh, gig over here, like down oh, must in be Melbourne. Nice. Just being able yeah, to get an agent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Um, I was lucky, really. And then I was doing this comedy comedy thing called uh, the Flats, and it's set. It's a bit like Shameless, but it kind of set in Melbourne in these high rise flats. Yeah. Um, so that was like my first gig over here, and um, I was playing at Aussie as well. So it was good to kind of you know get my foot in the door, and then you know get the ball rolling. And then I just I just did another gig. Uh, last week so I'm just trying to like keep this momentum going now yeah. but then with the acting you know it's it's such a roller coaster of like a, a journey do you know what I mean like I've nearly kicked it in a few times. well we are in the charts in New Zealand and Australia so there's a lot of Aussies and Kiwis that listen so if anybody's listening that wants to give Kieran a job email yeah. me my um, email's down yeah, in the show the yeah. and I will I, I don't even care I don't need to be an agent I couldn't <laughs> do that fucking shit um, but I'll pass yeah. over any details. So, yeah, email's down in the show notes below. Get in touch and we'll, we'll get you some work. Well, I want to talk very briefly about Shameless, even though it's not going to be brief, briefly at all. It's going to yeah. be probably the longest part. I didn't watch it for years. And then coming back into lockdown, I noticed one day that it was on Netflix. I'd watched it a few times in between. And me and my best mate live across the road from each other. And I um, we bubbled up throughout the pandemic and we watched everything on Netflix, everything on Disney+. Plus. I remember it got to the point where I was like, right, we're going to watch Shameless. I'm, he, he'd never watched it before, yeah, yeah. other than the odd episode. And I, I introduced it to him and I remember the first time I got a proper laugh out it was your line, Ibiza. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was the first yeah. time I got a proper <laughs> laugh out of him and yeah. he was like, I like Shameless. So yeah. I, I definitely told him I would bring that up. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was funny. I remember like, you know, like I was reading the script and it's like, you know, I'd, I'd want him to, I'd want Mickey to like, there was certain, even though like, you, you know, you could, it was kind of like a lovable kind of character, but... You know, I thought like, you know, when he's reading off all these places, like, you know, sometimes he's pronounced the way he's read it as, you know, is yeah. wrong compared to everybody else. You know, just like a little touch. Yeah, nice one for that. I, I, yeah. I think he said Mykonos as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, like Fush, uh, Fush Cheer. Yeah, yeah. What was the audition process like for you? Because I know that it's a running joke that when the Maguires come into it and there's Tina and Sean and, Mand- uh, and Samantha, who plays Mandy, they're in it like quite, at the beginning and there are more um Maguire brothers because I I, yeah. I know they sort of got away with it by killing them off um yeah but what was the audition process like for you because I imagine that that was pretty ongoing between like series one and two yeah do you know what mate I actually went up for a part before 
the part of Mickey. The season before, this lad was in it, and uh, I can't remember the character name. It was only it was only one episode, like, and I, and I was like, oh, I've got an audition for Shameless, buzzing. Went for it, didn't get it. And I was really, I was like, oh, no, I thought that was a good opportunity. I've messed it up. And um, so I didn't get that part. And then the next, the following the following season, and they said, all right, you've got a, a, another audition for Shameless. I was like, oh, God, fucking here we go again. Like, don't mess this up. <laughs> yeah, so then I went in, did the audition for Mickey, the first, went in for one audition. And then they did some recalls. They, for the recall, they had to go in and read for, like, David Frelfall, the producers. There was a few of them there, like, on the sofa, you know, all, all like, looking at you like that. Yeah. Like, oh, this is being intense. But then I was thinking to myself, because a lot of the time with recalls, I start changing stuff and I'm like, don't fucking change it. You know what I mean? Just do what you did in the first one. Do, do exactly what you did in the first one. And it was like, okay. And then I did it. And then they were like saying, all right, can you just try it a little bit like that? Did about just two, two different versions of it. Um, and then they were, and then about a couple of days later, they said, oh yeah, you've got it. Um, and it, and it's like an ongoing, you know, character. So that's the other thing as well. Like if you don't get a job, Sometimes it's so cliche, isn't it? And people say, oh, never mind, something better will turn up. But it actually did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, mate. So that's that's how I, uh, the audition went for Shameless. Yeah. Hmm. I wanted to ask you as well, because I was reading up about this, and um, I don't know if these reporters are talking absolute shite. Uh, you can correct it if it is. It was saying about how like you struggled with sort of the audience's perception is of Kieran versus Mickey, because obviously Mickey's sort of a flamboyant gay man who's a bit of a gangster. And you would get, like, sort of, I'm going to phrase it as stick on nights out. Oh, yeah. What? Because, and then we had the, I'm trying, I thought of a really well-worded question for this earlier, but I seem to have forgot it all. And then we had the storyline where Mickey was beaten up by a homophobe. And then, yeah. What was that like? Because obviously... You, as you've said, you've got a girlfriend and a kid. So you, you, well, I don't know if you're straight or whatever, however you identify. What was that then like trying to sort of, because you've also spoke about like the trouble that you had with escapism, trying to get away from sort of the fame of being in something so big. What was it like trying to deal with those two things combined? Yeah, it was, it was, there was two things really. Like one, You'd get like most, like on the whole, right? Most people are nice, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not saying, you know, they are really. There's, there's most people are good people, I, I think, you know what I mean? You get dickheads everywhere, don't you? But then I would be like out, you know what I mean? Or like, and then you'd get these, like, it'd be mostly like, you know, groups of lads, and it's like, oh, let's go and take the piss out of him, you know what I mean? And they'd be like, you know, calling me all names and that. Eh. And, then, and then you just kind of like, you know, you try your best not to like react to it, do you know what I mean? But then sometimes, obviously, if you just say like you're having a bad day as well, do you know what I mean? And then you just kind of like, oh, fuck off, mate, do you know what I mean? And then, and then it like escalates then and then it gets even worse. So that was like really hard trying to like balance that yeah. um, thing. But then the other thing I found, was because the character was like a little bit, um, you know, he's a bit like mad, you know, a bit, bit crazy and stuff. People, I would find that people would ex expect me to be like that in real person, in real life. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And then I'd always feel like I was letting them down in a way. You know what I mean? They'd be like, "Oh, you're not, you're not, you're not like you are in on Shameless." And you're like, oh, you know, no, well, surprise, you know, surprise. <laughs> yeah, so Still that was coming a bit, out. Yeah, so it was, it was quite, uh, yeah, it was, it was, 
I mean, I'm not moaning. You know, it was great. I, had, I mean, don't get me wrong, it had its perks. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. I think my head at the time was just a bit, you know, bit kind of like, you know, I was I was kind of smoking a lot as well at the time. So do you know what I mean? It, that didn't help. I was, yeah. I was kind of going out every night, you know, so I was kind of like, I wasn't exactly, you know, yeah, I don't know, mate. Yeah, it was, it was, it did have its moments. So I'd be like, bloody hell. Like if I was, if I was walking down the street and I saw like a group of lads, you know, like say on a Friday night and they were all like, hey, you know what I mean? I'd like cross over and you're like, oh, that's absolutely. mad. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I, yeah. I don't want to dwell on like the a things. Morning, but I'm not. No, listen, it's, it's actually really interesting to sort of hear about. Um, I don't want to dwell on for too long on the things that you've struggled with. In, yeah. in life. But obviously Mickey left shameless. I can't remember what season you left with that baby, which was one of the maddest exit lines, like yeah. storylines I've ever ever seen. But did all of the things that you sort of struggled with get easier to deal with once you had left shameless? Because uh, I do wonder why you never came back. Yeah, well, what happened was, well, my mum died, right, when I was like 20, when I was doing the bill. And it really kind of, uh, at the time, I didn't I didn't address it, you know what I mean? I just kind of blocked it out of my head. And then I was working, and then I thought, and then I, I left the bill to go back and be with my granddad, because uh, he was up here, he was up in Manchester, sorry, on his own. So that was like, and then I got shameless. So it was kind of, and then, so then I was like, busy, busy, busy. And I never kind of like, I don't know, I just didn't deal with it, do you know what I mean? And then I think over time, it just kind of like, kept like resurfacing, you know what I mean? And I needed just to have a, a break of just going, okay, I need to kind of get my head straight before I can, um, you know, because I was just getting up to no good, like, you know what I mean? And it was, I, I, needed, I needed that yeah, that, that break, really. But I don't know about it getting easy, because it's easy over here, because nobody watches it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, over there, it was kind of, because then I'd like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I was I was still working, I still got other jobs and stuff afterwards. But then, like, like a lot of actors aren't working all the time, are they? So if you're saying, they're like, oh, what are you up to now? Do you know what I mean? And you're like, it's that like stigma of going, oh, nothing at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Are you not acting yeah. anymore? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Am I waffling, mate? Sorry no, no I'm, I'm genuinely really interested. Like yeah. I said, yeah. because a lot of people can, because one thing I don't like about Shameless is the end episode. Right? Mm. It, it really pisses me off because everybody yeah. just came back. It didn't, no, I'm going to rephrase that. It didn't feel like the end. Yeah, it yeah. just felt like an episode. Were you asked back for that final episode? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't want us to go in the first place, and then they offered me like a really, really good contract to to, to stay on. And uh, sometimes I kind of think, oh, I should have should have done it, but I don't think I'd be where I am now, you know, in myself if I, yeah. if I had done that. It would have just carried on doing the same. I would have carried on doing the same uh, same thing. But um, but yeah. And then, and then they did ask us to go back just for that um, final ep because I think there was another se- there was a, that season in between. And then they said, "Oh, will you come back for the last ep?" But I kind of by that time I'd kind of I felt like I'd left. You know what I mean? So I thought, yeah. oh, you know, you don't really need me. I mean, and some people said they regretted going back. Yeah, 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 really. Another question I like to ask as well because there's this urban legend that I'm gonna, I'm going to phrase it like that because it's going around just on my podcast, because everybody that I've had from Shameless has told me this story, that them stole the sign off the jockeys. Totally alleged, because we don't know if it's true. 
and he's never confirmed it. Did you nick anything from set? I asked the art department if I could take it, but there was this like mannequin, mannequin um, of like, but it was just like a female torso. It was all silver. And basically there was like a little, there was a little alcove in my house at the time and it needed something in it. And I thought, Jack, and, I, and then I walked past one day, I was like, what are you doing with that? They were like, ah, it's finished now. I was like, can I take it? They were like, yeah. So what I did was I, I took that and I put it in and kind of like decorated it a little bit, you know, tried to like uh, spruce yeah. my house up a little bit. There was a mirror, a massive mirror that I got for uh, the living room as well. That was just like lying there. So I took that. Because um, it was quite a, where I lived, it's like a terrace house. So it's quite narrow. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then I put this mirror up, and it was like really like made it look yeah. open. You know, Big. I meant to say, mate. Can I just go back to people who I stay in touch with? Phil yeah. Hill person, mate. Phil Hill person. Yeah, you know, you had him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Genuinely, one of my favourite people in the entire world. Yeah, he's top guy, man. I've got a lot of time for Phil. Love Phil, and and it was good, great because we. Worked together on Shameless and became good mates. And then he mentioned about, you in the episode as well. Yeah, yeah. And then about two weeks, not two weeks, about two years later, we we went up for Vera. You know, that was filmed in Newcastle, Vera, together, like different roles and stuff. And then he found out that he'd got his role. And I was kind of hanging on, thinking, oh shit, man, I've not heard anything. And then uh, and then I ended up getting a role in it. And we played brothers in Vera together. So that was great. Like I had another six weeks with him up in Newcastle. Um, sorry, yeah. I don't know if you can insert that into the previous bit. It's but, a, yeah. but I also just want to take this quick moment to say, because sometimes things get picked up by the press off my podcast, right? Yeah. First of all, rule number one, give me fucking credit, not like the Metro. And also just because Kieran has not said somebody's name doesn't mean he doesn't keep in contact with them. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. don't I don't want to see in the paper... Kieran Griffiths only talks to five people from <laughs> yeah. Shameless, right? Yeah. Keep the fucking shit to yourself, right? And <laughs> don't fucking make assumptions. Another question I want to ask you, though, do you have a favourite behind-the-scenes moment? Because we all know that fucking crazy shit happens behind the scenes, and Shameless is already fucking mental, so there must be yeah. something crazy you can tell us from behind the scenes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there is, actually. Um you can omit names if you would like. I won't say who it was, but there was a scene. There was a scene in the um, in the Maguire's house and uh, Nicky, who played Shane, he had to come downstairs, down from the stairs and get something out of the fridge, right? And somebody on set that day had really bad wind, like really, really bad wind, like, you know, discuss, like, oh, <laughs> and uh, basically they opened the fridge up in uh, in one of the rehearsals and they re- relieved themselves in the fridge and then shut the fridge re- really quickly, right? And then you go, okay, we're going to go for a rehearsal. We're going to go oh, for a rehearsal. <laughs> and Nicky came down the stairs, went into the kitchen, opened the fridge, stuck his head in and was just like, was like oh my God, who done that? You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, that was, that was one that, that was so funny. Yeah, that was funny. I, I, I've got my suspicions of who it would be. <laughs> You're looking at him. All right. <laughs> well, my, my, my suspicion was Michael Taylor. <laughs> oh, he's, he's off his head. He's funny. Yeah. So that's, that's all I really want to ask you about, Shameless. But I'm going to ask the question that everyone wants you to ask. Would you do a reunion? Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, that's... Uh, you know, like you said Is before... plans Matt, for a reunion? Well, mate. Well, it's funny because we were. I'm in this WhatsApp group with um, 
Aaron and Nikki and Sean, and we, we were talking about it not that long ago, saying, hey, like, you know, if they said to you, would you go back and do another another load of them, would you do it? And everybody was like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's like yeah, four yeses. Paddy's but... another one that just disappeared. Yeah, yeah, I was gutted when he went. Didn't so, really like yeah. his heroin storyline, to be honest. Me and my mate can't watch them episodes. Yeah, yeah, he's done well, though, since he's oh, been yeah. in the loads. Yeah, um, but yeah, we were, we'd be all keen to do it, you know what I mean? I think it'd be quite interesting 10 years later or whatever. Uh, but I think at the time, it kind of run its course and it was ready for, uh, you know what I mean, 100%. So. The thing that I always say about it was, it was just there wasn't enough of the Chatsworth characters there anymore. Yeah. Like, you'd, we'd lost, uh, I can't remember his character's name, Warren Donnelly, Kelly Hollis. Yeah, like we'd lost. Warren. He's been on the podcast. Um, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a fan. Um, yeah. We'd lost the majority of the Gallaghers. Half the Maguires were away. And it, yeah. it, it just it just sort of run its course. Um, yeah. But I want to ask you a fun question now that I ask everyone yeah. that comes on. If you were booked to do a one-month run in the West End uh, in a two-person show, and the casting director came and said to you, listen, we've got enough money, we can just throw shit to the wind, and you can pick yeah. anyone in the world to be your co-star, but they have to be alive, who are you picking? I'd say, I reckon Gary Oldman, you know. Mm. Good, good shower, actually. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he's he's oh, he's he's great. Yeah, because mm. um, I listened to Phil as well, and he said Mark Rylance, and I think he's amazing. Like mm. I've seen him. Did you ever see him in that Jerusalem? He's quality. And um, anyway, I thought he said that, so I can't say that one. So <laughs> yeah, I'd say Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I mean, I, look, I look like everything he does, I think he's like gold. Mm. Like you know, tr- uh, and so different, like True Romance, Dracula. Seen Bram Stoker's Dracula, unbelievable performance, and uh, yes, yeah. I, I have seen it. <laughs> yeah, I I'd say, mate, get onto it. Yeah, I'd say him, mate. To be honest with you, yeah. Mm. And I'm yeah. going to carry on my weekly tirade because it still hasn't happened, and I haven't had an email. Please, everyone, go over to Catherine Tate's social media and beg her to come on the podcast or do a two-person show with me in the West End. That's right. Yeah, that's all I want. I, yeah. I really thought I was going to get her because she's been doing promo for the Nan movie. Yeah. And I really thought that if there was any time for me to get her, it was good. Because that's yeah. how I got Thomas Turgus. I literally, yeah. I think he's like episode 24. I'd done fuck all by then. And I just randomly emailed his agent and he was on promo. He was doing promo yeah. and that's how I got him. Brilliant, brilliant. So I was yeah. like, if, if there's any time for me to get Catherine Tate, it's now. Yeah, she might do yeah. She might do yeah. Yeah, yeah hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, yeah. We're going to have a bit of fun now. We're going to play a game. Yep. It's called Stage Right or Stage Shite. It's three stories yep. and two of them are the whole truth, the truth and nothing but the truth. And they've been submitted by listeners. And then one of them has been made up by our producer, Heather. And it's our job yep. to find out which one is the lie. And I've got the answer in a sealed envelope with your name on it. So I can play along. Number one, I once went to an audition and within the first minute, the guy on the panel looked at my CV and headshot that I had to bring. And he told me that he couldn't be fucked reading my CV and told me that my headshots were shit. I can, I could, I could, I could think that that was real. <laughs> Number two, my best mate got sacked on his first day of a show on the West End, open brackets, it was a big show that was all under wraps, close brackets, because a video of him telling his mates in a bar that he was playing the role in this show and that it was on the West End got put on social media and it went viral and it spoiled the show's announcement. Number three, and I think this is my favourite one of the three, I once picked up the wrong toiletry bag on my way to go out to work. 
I got to my dressing room and in the toiletry bag was not my stage makeup, but there was my dildo and lube. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope number three is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say, yeah, I'd say number three. I could, do you know what though? The other, the first two, I can totally mm. imagine them happening. Um, like I've done, I've done a show before where there was all this like hush hush thing about social media, and you can't say this, you can't say that, and then it's like part of me thinks to myself, who, who cares? Like, do you yeah. know what I mean, like, fucking like, who do you think you are? But yeah, um, oh, I hope number three is real. So that's just I'm yeah, going yeah, for number one or two. Yeah, uh, number one I feel is real, so I'm going to just automatically go number two. But you don't have to follow me. I think that number one is real. So, so which one's the lie? <laughs> so you, about that yeah, yeah, so you think number two's the bullshit one? Yeah. Let's find out. I'm opening up. I always fucking hate doing this next to the mic. <laughs> I'm, I'm so gutted. Number three. Oh, no way! I am so fucking gutted. No way, mate. Wow. Brilliant. I am gutted. Yeah, good, good one. Number three, though. Good story. I am fucking gutted. Um, what's coming up next for you? I know you've said that you've done a couple of filming gigs and that. Have you got anything that you're allowed to talk about that's coming out? Yeah, anything? yeah, yeah. So the first one is this job I just did in January called The Flats, directed by and written by a guy called Darren Downs and uh, Will Weatherit. Uh, Adding it to my list. Yeah, the brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, you should get them on, you know, really sound. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's kind of like uh, setting a house in a state um, in, in Melbourne um, following this character called Joey who's like, um, you know, struggling with like addiction and um, yeah, his life's a bit all over the place. So I just did that in January down in Melbourne. That was top. And then a couple of weeks ago, I just did this. It's a comedy kind of drama that, that the flats it's called, but you should check it out when it comes out, mate. Cause you know, like some jobs I do and I think that's ah, all right. You know what I mean? But this flats, I'm, I, I, I think it's going to be like, I think it's going to take off over here anyway. Cause it's, Add it is it really, my list. Yeah, it's really funny, really well written, quite sad as well at times. It's brilliant. It's got a bit of everything. Um, and then the other thing I've just done is this thing called Colin from Accounts, um, which is a comedy um, set in Melbourne in like some office. It's a bit, yeah. Remind, I think it's a bit like The Office, but well, it's not like that, but it's, you know, that, that sort of like set in an office. Um, yeah, mate, so that's all at the minute. Um, and then, yeah, there's a few auditions that I'm waiting to hear back from. You know, this is just the way it is, isn't it? You know, fingers crossed. Um, thank you genuinely so much for coming on. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, one of my idols and one of my heroes and one of the reasons I'm an actor. So genuinely, thank you for taking the time out to talk to me and just talk no, absolute no, no, shine. Mate. Yeah, mate. yeah, no, it's been good, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, sorry I didn't get back sooner, you know. But it's, uh, Everything just... happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah, it's been good, mate. I really enjoyed it, and I love what you're doing. Keep it up, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll be tuning in to your next episode, pal. It's been it's been absolutely lovely, and I, I'm aware that we've been going for like an hour and ten minutes now, and I'm also aware that you have a child to look after. No, thank you, mate. <laughs> it's a pleasure, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay in touch, man. And there we have it, the final episode of Double Drama School Dropout completed, episode 81, 
done. Who'd have fucking thought it? Thank you so much to Kieran for coming on the podcast and ending the month of my birthday celebrations. It's been such a great month. Thank you to everybody that came on during the month of April to help me celebrate turning 24. It's been absolutely amazing. As per usual, please make sure to go down into the show notes below and follow Kieran and myself on social media. All of the links that you will need are down there and if you're feeling extra generous please leave a rating and a review on the podcast it helps us out so much you don't even know and it's absolutely free so why bloody not and you might have heard that cheeky little ad in the middle of the podcast about our patreon you can now become an official drama school dropout by signing up to our patreon and getting access to loads of exclusive benefits that nobody else can get so make sure to check that out as well and before i forget make sure that if you have a story for stage right or stage show you email us at drama school dropout pod at gmail.com so we are now at the end of april which means we're going back to one episode a week one episode a week every tuesday so i'll be back on tuesday with episode 82 thank you so much for continuing to come back and listen like i've said since the absolute beginning it means the absolute world to me and i can't quite believe that this is still going so thank you so much have a great week stay safe i love you drama school Graduation day for you, drama school dropout. Fucked your whole course, now try something new, drama school dropout.